<laughs> oh my god. Excellent. Digressive. Obscenity. Shit, what was I talking about? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Digressive Obscenity, or Monkey Shotgun the Podcast. Not to be confused with Monkey Shogun the Podcast, Samurai Gibbon the Podcast, or Chimp Ninja the Podcast. My guest is Alex Pakla. Alex. Hello. Let's start this off sexy. Who are you, and what do you do? Tell me about you. Well, I am... As you said, Alex Packler, mm. I was uh, one of your lovely roommates at Fordham University. Hells yes. And um, I work in advertising sales for um, a major cable network. Like Fight Club. Like Fight Club. <laughs> so you're basically like, like Don Draper. Kind of, but not... I don't drink in the office as much. As much, like okay. Not every, not every day, like every other day. Okay. What about the smoking? Do you smoke as much as him? No. I mean, it's stupid laws. <laughs> Honestly. Against things that are fun. Exactly. Nah. Okay. And uh, moving on to the, the questions portion. Questions. Stop asking me questions. What is your very first memory of me? Um, very first memory of you. Yes. Well, I mean, there are a lot of different memories of you that I have. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, the very first one, I don't remember that well. I mean, I, th I remember like, oh, no, I do remember. Um, it was you know, right, I moved in like mid-year, my yeah. freshman year. So mm -hmm. It was like January, mid-January moving in. I believe your friend Jade from Australia was visiting. Yes, indeed, Jade Peterson. So, it, you, I, I'm bringing all my stuff in, and two of you are just kind of hanging out there. And, you know, I saw Nine Inch Nails posters and stuff. <laughs> I was like, that's ah, cool. And then you, you were, like, sitting on the bed, and then you stood up, and I was like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> because I was totally naked, giant. right? Oh, okay, because I was well, tall. Most, oh, okay. No, well, that both of them, <laughs> both, and I was like, it touches the floor. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, um, that was the first memory of like just meeting you and stuff, and like, yeah, it seemed, uh, it seemed like everything went along well. And then yeah, I think either later that week or mm -hmm. maybe the like the following weekend, um, was when I th we pulled most of the mattresses out. For the birthday the party. And, and filled the, the entire common room with our mattresses, and everybody slept in like a, kind of like a dog pile in the middle of the common room floor. That's right. That was my like my 20th or 21st birthday party. Because my, yeah, that's right. My, uh, my birthday's in January. Wow. What an excellent, what an excellent first impression. So, so you were there for yeah. this huge puppy pile. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is, if this is what college is, then sign me up. Yeah, that really was kind of quintessentially college because I never, I never did the uh, the like three nights in a row of drinking. It was more like we should all get a lot of people to watch movies for hours and sleep in a pile on the floor. Yeah, and <laughs> that's what I thought was like you know. I mean, I knew Fordham was different in the first place, mm -hmm. but then that was kind of you know easing away, and I was like, oh, you know, everyone's it's in the city. Everyone's going to be like 
doing drugs and all this nonsense. And <laughs> exactly. Not that I had a problem with it. Not that I would have had a problem with it, but it was just, you know, I was That's so like, stereotypical. What, 18 years old. Yeah, like being like 18 years old, I'm like, what the hell am I getting myself into? And yeah. everyone's like, hey, let's watch like Fight Club or whatever movie. I, I think we watched the all the Kevin Smith movies. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, <laughs> and, you know, I love all those movies. I was like, this is fantastic. I was like, yeah, I want to pull all the mattresses in the room and sleep like that. I'm like, this sounds amazing. Excellent. Yeah, wait, so originally, are you are you from New Jersey originally? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, that was a that was a fun one. Wow, that was that was actually really confusing for me because I didn't know Jade was coming. So really, yeah. So what happened was at my birthday party, you know, I expected a bunch of people. We were sitting there watching Kevin Smith movies, and then um, the phone in our room rang, and I got up to go answer it, and no one was there. And then when I came back, I sat back down in front of the TV. There was a girl sitting next to me, and out of the corner of my eye, I was like. She looks a lot like Jade. And then in, in my mind, I'm like, who's here that looks like Jade? Like, like who's even <laughs> at, at Fordham that looks like Jade? And then I kind of, you know, give a quick glance over and I go, hey. She goes, hey. And I go back to the TV and it's like, no, it's not my my eyesight. That looks a lot like Jade. Then all of a sudden it's like, holy fuck, that's Jade. And she'd been like hiding in someone's room and flew over to hang out in New York and to be there for my birthday. And it, it <laughs> blew my complete and utter mind. I and I like how like she just kind of was like nonchalant about just like, like, oh, yeah, hey. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because if she was like, hey, I'm, I'm back from Australia. But yeah, completely blew my mind. That was good That's stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Excellent. All right, so um, what is your favorite moment or episode of The Simpsons? Ooh. Yeah, that's a tough I, you know, one, because I, I know was, you're big into The Simpsons as well. Damn it. And, the, you know, there was, I don't know why I thought about this the other day. Mm -hmm. Because somebody was, like, I was reading something, like, you know, they compare, you know, talking about some some part from The Simpsons and some line, and I don't remember what it was. And I was, and but they said it, and I was like, oh, my God, that might be my favorite moment ever. Oh, wow. From The Simpsons, and I can't remember what it was right now. Do you remember what character or a, any anything? Because usually you and I could probably trace this back to this. Yeah, I mean, I definitely one of my favorite episodes, which you don't see as often as you used to, but mm -hmm. you still kind of see it every once in a while, was the Homer versus New York. Yeah, that is a really great one. And they have trimmed down on that they since have, that whole thing. Yeah, they have shown. I've seen it like on, you know, like the, the Fox 5 every once in a while. Yeah. Like they play it, but... I, they, it, I feel like there was like a three or four year period where they didn't ever reference that it happened. Exactly, which is, I mean, like, you know, to, to put it in another Simpsons term, it died on it on the way back to its home planet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just you just take that right out. Yeah. But yeah, that yeah. was that was kind of a, a crappy move. But yeah, that is that is an amazing, excellent, excellent episode. Yeah. I mean, it, it's very really tough to kind of put back to one moment or one absolutely thing. Like, there's so, there's so many lines that i use on a on a like daily basis that yeah everyone i work with and people that i talk to have no idea what the hell i'm talking about 
They are but not your friends. Exactly. Yeah. Those people are not your friends. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, I, for one, welcome our new ant overlord. You know, that is, oh, wow, this is ridiculous. So you're like the fifth or sixth person I've had on this. And the second person, that is that was his favorite episode, the, the average not episode. And he said that yeah, it probably yeah. has one of the best lines and most quoted, which is, I, for one, welcome our new ant overlords. And like it, but it's so interchangeable. You can put it with anything. Like, yeah, I, you know, exactly. Because like, mon- like all monkey something. Like, oh, I for one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Our new monkey overlords. <laughs> that was the beauty of it back then. It was just so utterly quotable, and not just that. It was you could just apply it to anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd say, I mean, it's it still has its moments at times, and but, it, and I, I hate to be like one of those other people that always say like, oh, it used to be better. Yeah, exactly. But it did used to be better. <laughs> it used to be better, but I mean, I have to agree. I think I think Matt Groening came out and said something like, "Yeah, it used to be better because you were nine. You know, it's it's like you know we're adults now, for lack of a better term. We have mortgages and taxes and stuff like that. It's harder to just watch that and just enjoy it because when Homer sets fire to the house, it's never like, oh my god, Homer set fire to the house. That's hilarious. It's oh wow, he's going to need to contact a contractor about that." Yeah, there's yeah, going to be a lot. Contract, of... He has to call his insurance company. Exactly. And yeah. And oh man, what if the what if his rates going to go up? Exactly. So it's like you can't enjoy it from that innocent framework because it's like, I think, I think he's having an affair. That that's really awful. You know, yeah. it's so. I think that's what it is, and I think that's the point that people are trying to make. If if you go further into you know just the the whining of like he, he used to be funnier, we used to be more innocent. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's it. But the yeah, writing quality I, I has gone down a bit. Week. Yeah, I think I think they got too um, involved with trying to get all of these stars. I'm sorry, get For all the a couple what? years at least. I feel like this season maybe not as much, but I feel like like last maybe two years they were like, and it's this person now guest guest starring, and it's Lady Gaga, and it's this person. <sighs> it's like it starts to feel a bit forced. They try to like, pump. yeah, they try to pump too many guest stars in and not really focus on good episodes like hey we can get you know whatever johnny depp to do a, let's try to write him in somehow yeah and i mean if they're if they're in it as an integral character that's one thing but if it's like hey everybody it's johnny depp then it starts to feel exactly yeah uh what are you listening to like currently yeah currently your voice okay or, oh. that works um <laughs> uh, no i mean I, it goes by the day i don't really know yeah, like, I'm kind of so open to everything that like whatever just comes on my iPod. I got you. Yeah, hey, that's very dirty. Yeah. But um, well, no, it would be dirty if you said whoever comes on your iPod, but you said whatever. So that yeah, is damn it. Yeah. So you know you're fine. I think the FCC is. I think we can we can get by with that. Yeah. What are you watching right now? Um. Well, I'm sticking around on the Office, even though it was god awful last season. Yeah. And. It like there's a couple funny but like I still haven't even though I feel like this season has been better I'm still like this show sucks now. There's just I there's so many good moments in an episode so even if on the whole an episode isn't good there's just maybe a tiny exchange that's like okay that was actually really funny and that's why yeah so that's why like I'll, I'll I'm stick keeping with it. with it yeah and it's the last season so and and I've watched it for. However eight long seasons, on, yeah, so. exactly. And I mean, if you so who's like you're gonna watch a show for eight seasons and be like, ah, eh, no, I'm not gonna watch the final season. Yeah, exactly. Like, you yeah. know what? Uh, this is only taking up eight years of my life. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a relationship. Uh, so, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. 
So I'm gonna, yeah, like you, it's like I'm staying, I'm like staying together for the kids of Dalton. exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they appreciate that. Is hysterical. Yes, I, I, I finally got it. Um, I tried the first few episodes and it kept feeling like it felt like it's, these are characters we couldn't fit into the office. Yeah, it. it and then the it took on its own was, life. The first season was a little difficult. Like it wasn't that yeah. good, but it got it picked up towards the middle of that season, and then it's been hysterical. Yeah, time. and then as soon as Rob Lowe walked in the door, it's like, okay, you can do anything you want. I'm I'm fine now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and uh, so what are you reading right now? Um, I just downloaded Ready Player One. Okay, and I forgot who wrote it, but I've heard good things about it. Sounds but like I, a video I game related. A Thing? Yeah, it's like a guy, like he creates this, like kind of like a second life type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, creates this like alter, re, you know, re, virtual reality society thing, and then mm-hmm. he dies. But there's like a game where he kind of hid like his fortune somewhere through all this stuff within the game. Gotcha. But That's it's like, yeah, it's very strange. But someone has told me it's very good. Um, okay. Do you have any allergies? No, I don't. You lucky son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. That's pretty great. Everybody I've spoken to has some sort of strange, some sort of allergy, strange or not. Um, so I guess as the first person to be here without an allergy, congratulations, Alex, on not having any allergies. Sweet. I, I win. <laughs> exactly. You have won the podcast. Um, so do you collect anything intentionally? No. Okay, that's that's completely like, acceptable. I, I'm, mm-hmm. There is like, I mean, oh yeah, kind of. And this is the the stupidest thing. <laughs> I, I I buy some like if I go play golf somewhere, mm-hmm. I buy like a poker chip with the golf thing or like a little like something with the course logo on. Yeah. So like, but nothing like more than like a couple dollars. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that that counts. So yeah. do you have, like, and a big collection or just, like, I mean, how often do you golf? Like, a, a lot more than you, I used to. I used to never golf. Mm-hmm. I used to actually hate it. Okay. And I tried a couple times, and now I'm I'm into it. Like, I play often. I feel, I, it started as a thing. I was like, I'm going to try to play this game because I'm pretty sure it could help my career at some point. Absolutely, yeah. This. And then I ended up enjoying it, so now, like, I play all the time. Okay. Well, that makes sense. But I And, and like, I don't... But I don't do anything with this said collection. It just kind of sits in a drawer. Well, I mean that is which is the definition, a, yeah, yeah. Like, but like I don't display it. Like, it's not like I put it up for like for fun. Gotcha. But I'm just I'm yeah. like an idiot, and I was like, buy something now. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, I think that makes sense, and I mean, you know, just because you're not displaying it, I don't know. That is that is a good question. What's the difference between like a collection? capital C collection that you display and I mean it's not hoarding it's just kind of like keeping souvenirs yeah so I don't know we're not really a big collector of things gotcha I think there's a there's a subgenre here that I need to work on but okay um okay one actor or actress you could have gone from the face Ooh. of this earth who and why Ooh. yeah um Julia Roberts Nice. Ah, oh, very nice. Like, I, I completely she, support that. I'm pretty sure she peaked with Pretty Woman. I, I'm and it comfortable wasn't even with that. that great. 
No, it wasn't. I mean, just because something is iconic and becomes a part of the culture that everybody fucking refers to in lampoons and parodies, it doesn't mean it's good. It just means it's catchy, like like yeah, bacteria. Yeah, it just means it was there and popular at one point. At and... the right point, exactly. Has she ever done anything, like, good? I think she was okay in the second Ocean's Eleven movie. Where she had to okay. play herself, okay. that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was actually good in uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Confessions of a Oh, uh, I haven't seen that. That's Sam, that's Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, right? yeah, Sam Rockwell, and it's it's great. It is a really it's twisted the, the Chuck Berry being like a spy. Yes, Chuck Berry. I might be getting that wrong, but yeah, the host Marvin of Barry. Marvin Berry. It's your brother, Marvin Berry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was it was the guy from Back to the Future. That basically it's about yeah. the guy from the back from uh, Back to the Future. Um, but she plays a um, a, uh, a a spy basically and um, does a great job. And when I heard the cast, it's like awesome, awesome, awesome. And Julia Roberts, fuck. And then it's like it's you like, know what? I love Sam Rockwell so much. I'm gonna watch this movie. And she did. She didn't just do a, a passable job. She did a good job in that movie. So yeah, I can say I mean, yes. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. I haven't seen it. I got to check that out. But I just I can't stand her cackle of a laugh. Yeah, it's like ha 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 ha. Like how did that become endearing? Exactly. Like, and I mean, she's not. I mean, she's attractive, but not like she's not. Yeah, attractive. Exactly. And I think what so, was it? Yeah. Was it Family Guy that said her face looks like a baboon's ass? It might have been, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with Family Guy on that. Her face really yeah. does look a bit like a baboon's ass. Just her lips are so huge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so aside from that, I can't really think of anything. I mean, not to say that she can't still take a great role and then another great role and turn her career around, but right now, if the first name on the marquee is Julia Roberts, I'm, I'm usually not going to see it. Now we're going to, um, we're going to digress. What are some uh, what are some afternoon cartoons you watched in your childhood that stick out? Um, Ducktales, nice. And then like Re- Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Was nice. Awesome. Yeah, I was actually just talking with my friend about that on on the episode before this, and I'm going to ask him the same thing I asked. Uh, I'm going to ask you the same thing I asked him. Um, did you find Gadget to be way over sexualized? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Like. This is so, a kid's I mean, show, but like the entire yeah. show, and she's wearing like a half shirt and like and tight ass pants, and like the whole yeah, time like, Chip and Dale are just trying to fuck her. Yes, <sighs> that's weird, man. And that brings up like that brings up the you know the age old question like, is it okay to fuck a mouse? Bugs, yeah. Well, that too. <laughs> you ever find bugs dr- funny attractive when you dressed up like the girl bunny? Exactly, and then what does that say about you? Because yeah, I was yeah, watching then, Looney Tunes before I was watching Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Yeah, well, and then I mean, Tiny Toon Adventures. Absolutely, was, that was so well it done. Was awesome, and then which led off of that Animaniacs. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was so that was so current. But like watching that now, I wonder if that would stand up because like you can watch the critic now, and it still yeah. is just amazing. But I'm wondering if like all those like early and mid-90s pop culture references would still hold up. 
Yeah, well, I mean, definitely the map song is like the countries of the oh world. Oh my song god! Is yeah, like way outdated at this point. Possibly, but they could probably throw in an extra verse and be good with that. I'm sure they could. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, do you have any uh, uh, creepy or crazy homeless person story you can share? Ooh, but I not specifically, but I'm a magnet for homeless people <laughs> in Port Authority. Nice, because I. I commute through Port Authority every day and I just stand in line and I'm like maybe nine times out of ten I have my iPod and yeah. so I'm not trying so I no one talks to me. Exactly. Yeah, I have huge and headphones. Everybody yeah. talks to me. <sighs> you need to look like, more... Even people just like asking yeah. me what bus this is and I'm like, there's 50 other people standing around me and I have, you come to one person with like headphones in. Yeah. You need to look more um, standoffish and more angry. Yeah, I think that's the only way to do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's something I honestly never have a problem with because it's like aside from the headphones, I do not look approachable. Well, yeah. I'm often naked. So, well, clearly. Yeah. I'm naked right uh, now. But yeah. <laughs> On the inside and the outside. Um that's that's weird. But there's yeah. one where yes. it's not necessarily creepy, but he was he actually came it was funny mm -hmm. so i gave him a dollar or whatever he's like damn it it was like can you support the united negro i need kfc funds yeah i think i've actually seen that guy the uh it's like and i was like yes i can yeah it's like it's like the unkfcf and it's like the united negro yeah, kentucky like, fried chicken fund yeah i was like yes i can i can get, donate to that i was like that's really funny is that exactly that's funny i'll pay for that um uh so Duodenum or duodenum? Uh, duodenum. Nice. What is your zombie apocalypse escape plan? Who would you want with you and why? And where would you go? Who? And it has to well, be I a mean, real yeah. person. It can't be like The Rock or something. Well, damn it. I know. Um, um, well, I mean, I would like my wife with me, although I think she would be utterly freaked out. And oh, of course, yeah. Probably... That would probably slow us down. Yeah. Um, but I don't really have a plan necessarily. I'm just. I but I will. I. I think it's just hit anything that's in my way, whether you're a zombie or not. <laughs> you like, just shot zombie Flanders. He's a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was a zombie. Yeah. Like, so, I would just take uh -huh. out everybody in my way, and you know. So where would you go? Follow I mean, the would rules you? Of Zombieland. Gotcha. I know. I I agree. They they set out some pretty good rules. Yeah. I'm actually bummed out that they only had like five out of fifty rules in the actual movie. Yeah. Like they needed to kind of. They needed to flesh know, that out. Yeah. Expand on that. Like if they put a book out with like the I rules, would buy I buy that kinda, book. Yes. I would. Yeah. Well, in that case, uh, in order to help you, I do recommend the uh, Zombie Survival Guide by Max Brooks. I have seen that somewhere, and I thought Very I was helpful. thinking about picking that up actually to read that because I heard it was, it, was really funny. It's dry. It, that's the thing. It's not even funny. It's literally a book on what to do to survive the zombie apocalypse. Because basically, Max Brooks has seen all the books, uh, seen all the movies, and read all the books, and he basically just said, "Okay, don't do this." Don't do this. Didn't don't also, do this. Didn't he also do World War Z? He did. Yeah. Okay. Zombie Survival Guide. It literally reads like an instruction manual. World War Z is awesome. And yeah. even though that trailer seems to have nothing at all to do with the book, I'm still going to see it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
but the book is amazing. Yeah, like it seems like it really does have absolutely nothing with the book whatsoever. Yes, but again, I'm fine with that. I like Brad Pitt. I like zombies. I'm 100% in. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, let's see. So, um, tell me a joke. Uh, my favorite joke, and I feel like I might have gotten it from you. Oh, God. Oh, I'm flattered. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, but it's a woman goes to the supermarket. Okay. She buys one can of soup, one roll of toilet paper, one single serve, like, frozen meal. Uh-huh. And one, um bunch of bananas okay she goes up to the desk go, like the checkout goes to pay for everything mm-hmm. the checkout guy smiles and goes oh single huh and she goes how did you know he goes because you're fucking ugly <laughs> no that is not for me but that is that is amazing that might actually be for mike higgins maybe that, maybe yeah, you know what <laughs> That might now. I can picture him just. I can picture him. Him saying the punchline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you're fucking ugly. Exactly. The punchline, and that's it. (laughs) That's excellent. (laughs) Okay, so in this next segment, we are going to get specific. Exactly. Let's get specific. Um. So. uh, so we did indeed live together at Fordham. We lived together for my junior year and senior year. Mm-hmm. I need Correct. to know, this is something, um, and there, this might require a little backstory, but when you were giving tours... Oh, uh, this, <laughs> this is my favorite story from... Of, In of that case, I, I will... Okay, how about this? I'll, I'll let you tell it from your perspective. So, okay, go for it. This is, this is, this is a great moment from my time at well, college. It, like open house day this is i think we were in the f at this point this so was, was the f definitely year. yeah my senior year and i'm giving tours uh it, it was like i give i gave the tours every once in a while anyway and then this was like the big day this is like the open house day where like almost every student that was trying to come to fordham came that to like tour the campus yeah so we, i was given a tour and ju- you did various different things every tour that came in as best I could, yes. So, well, yeah, one of them was just the fact that Pinky was just hanging off of the wall with the My Favorite Monster. That was, But that was where he was all year. I mean, that wasn't a specific thing. Like, Yeah, no, no, no. But yeah. that, that was just one thing. <laughs> and then next, next to her, I believe you were just like face down on the couch. Yeah. Not mo- didn't move the entire time. I had, yeah, I had put on... Um, my leopard, my 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 purple leopard spotted coat. Yes. A sleep mask and was face down on the couch, and I think I had a uh-huh. bottle of whiskey sitting half empty on the table. Mm-hmm. And just didn't make a sound. It didn't move at all. <laughs> so that was one time, and then you started videotaping that. Yes, that's when I set the camera up so I could just get the reactions of that. Because you couldn't see me. Yeah. You could see the people coming in and then them slowly looking around the room and then some of their faces dropping. And then then a couple times you started talking. Like at the, like a later tour, you were interviewing them as they were walking through the tour. Oh, wow. I don't remember that. And then like one of them was like, oh, you know, you're like, where are you from? They're like, Long Island. You're like, oh, yeah, Strong Island. And then... <laughs> Oh my god. And then the girl goes 
the girl goes like, oh, why do you say that? And you're like, I don't know. It's like, I guess it's like a rap thing. <laughs> My God. It's just like, that was the conversation. You're like, all right, see ya. Because, you um, know... <laughs> I don't remember any of the other things. Those are like the couple things that stuck out in my mind. Those, like... yeah, those those definitely stand out. Because I remember the year before I did that, I gave tours. And um, I would always save the laundry room on the second floor for last. And I would uh-huh. pack the entire laundry room full of people. And I'd get really serious. And I'd wait till they were all in and they would all be quiet. And I'd look at them and I'd go, It's Wednesday morning at 4 o'clock. You have class in three hours. You have no clean underwear. These laundry rooms are open 24 hours a day. You will always have clean underwear. And I basically made this most the most dramatic pitch that like the best part of the school was the was free the laundry, laundry room. Laundry room. Yeah. And yeah. um the only thing that ever came of that, aside from the fact that they didn't let me do tours the next year, um, when I, I gave that tour my junior year. In my senior year, a freshman girl came up to me and was like, hi, you probably don't remember me, but you led my tour. And I was like, oh, great. Okay, hey, you know, welcome to Fordham. And then she's like, yeah, after the tour, my father didn't want me coming here. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, all right, cool. And I feel like that's like, that's like a crowning achievement. Like, oh, God, I yes. Absolutely, yeah. And I, I, I'm wondering, you don't happen to know if any of those kids actually ended up going to Fordham, do you? I have no idea. I, <sighs> I, I mean, I know some people, like the same, same thing, some people came up to me and like, oh yeah, you gave my tour, but nothing for nearly as funny as that. None but. of them mentioned a half-naked, tall guy wearing a sleep mask. No. Gotcha. So I'm assuming I'm just gonna go with that. None of them did. I'm I'm gonna support that as well. Um, so that's yeah. that's one memory that I have, and another one which stands out is um, I was out later because of a rehearsal or something, and I came back, and I was putting the key in the door. This is when we were in um, ADF. I was putting the okay. key in the door, and all of a sudden, like Mike jerks the door open, and he has this devilish, psychotic grin on his face, and I'm like. What the fuck are you doing? And he grabs me and pulls me and slams the door and locks it. And I come around the corner, and you, uh, Ryan and Dylan. Oh yes. You had the you'd moved all of the furniture to the sides of the room. You were kneeling in front of the coffee table with equally satanic grins on your face. And I'm looking around. Everybody's grinning back at me, and I'm going, "What the fuck is going on, guys?" And you explained that you had, like, a, like a two fingers left of um, Aftershock? Everclear. Everclear! And you guys were lighting fireballs off the goddamn table. Yep. And that was, like, that was my quintessential, like, college. Like, I was waiting yeah, exactly. for John Belushi to swing through the window naked. Um, but then more than that, more than how amazing that was, the fact that it actually worked several times... I have a picture that Ryan Dever somehow managed to take of Mike uh-huh. blowing a six-foot plume of flame. Yep. And you can see you through I'm the fire, the slack-jawed, just like yeah. mid. Because I'm sitting there because I had a like saucepan full of water just in case. <laughs> just in case someone control. burst into flames. And I'm sitting there. I remember there was a- 
like that uh, I don't remember the girl Lisi. Lisi, yeah, yeah, Lisi. Well. <laughs> and we're sitting there. I'm sitting on the top of the couch, not even on the couch. Yes, you were against the wall, yeah. <laughs> and I just had this look on my face, like, holy shit. And That's... I remember, I remember that happening, and then I remember the pick the the look on Ryan Dever's face. Yeah, because he was so excited that he got that. He picture. got that picture at the right second with like, exactly. like he was just uh, like it was like a look of amazement and like holy shit! I can't believe how amazing. This picture yeah, was. I I still have that picture, and whenever yeah, I'm flipping I have, around, I do too. Uh, that for me is like the most the most college moment that I ever experienced. Just like the perfection of the six foot ball of fire. And you, just yes. the look on your face is beautiful. Yeah. Ah, oh, those those two really kind of really kind of stick out. Is there anything that I'm leaving? Like those two are like defining moments for me. But is there anything college wise that that just was kind of like this was a red letter moment? I mean that that definitely like that was fantastic. Yeah. Um. Then. I remember the quote wall. Oh my god, that's right. And you had the Christmas lights set up and oh yeah, hanging in. Yes, in the shape of a, a guy having doggy style. Yeah, and whenever anybody would ask about it, we'd be like, "No, it's it's a map of Manhattan." <laughs> exactly. And I'd, 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 I'd point no, to like a, I'd point to her arm and be like, "That's Queens." Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it's the skyline. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's the skyline. What's up? <laughs> that, but. I, re- I remember some mornings gathering around the um, the vent and listening to Carrie McCrossan sing opera in the shower a floor above us. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. I remember that. I, I woke up one yeah. morning and everybody was standing around the grate, like that scene in Shawshank Redemption. And I'm like, what are you guys <laughs> doing? And they all kind of gesture me over. And you can just hear her singing beautifully, beautiful voice, singing opera. Yeah. That, was, that one sticks out also. Yeah, that was, I mean, there were so many things that I remember that were just, like, just fantastic things. Yeah. Um, Okay, so, Alex, we have reached the final part of Digressive Obscenity. Ooh. Define me. I gave you a list of words. You sure did. I need you to tell me which word you picked and then define that word for me. Um, well, I picked the word derfket. Yes. And that word is defined as a... It's a medieval sexual torture device. Okay. Where it was it was run by... You could either run it by hand crank... Mm-hmm. Or by, like, a horse walking around in a circle to run the gears. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Ouch. And basically what it looked like, it was could have been for men or women. Okay. But it was a like two pronged system, <laughs> where but made out of wood because latex was not available back in that time. Very true. Yeah. Where it would just be like a battering ram of top and bottom. Oh God. Back and forth. Yes. With the wooden um, prongs. Prongs. Yes. If you will. <laughs> and that is a derf. That's horrifying. Yes. Um. And I, and as I, I tweeted you this the other day, I actually came up with the definition before I picked what word I wanted to use. So which and is weird. That is very weird. 
Yeah. Because now, so do you think some like past life is coming out and like you were in, in medieval times, like the crafter of these things or I, I might have like, like a blacksmith, but like a cocksmith. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Like I think maybe that could be it. Wow. Like this just, cause that was like the first thing that popped into my head and I, that's also very strange. It just popped in there. Yeah. Well, that is what, what a dirt kid do, Ray. <laughs> and that is also what a dirt kid is supposed to do. It's supposed to just pop in there. Exactly. Well, that's hideous. Thank you so much, yes. Alex. Thank you. This was this, this was fun and and reminiscent and nostalgic and and wonderful and terrifying. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's that should be the header of the like description. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wonderful, nostalgic, terrifying. Yeah. Exactly. And then a picture of a dirt kid. <laughs> all right man exactly. well thank you so much this uh this was a pleasure to have you on i would like to have you back at some point yeah definitely thanks a lot i had a great time all right man ciao yeah talk to you soon Degressive. obscenity shit what was i talking about i remember just a moment ago i was talking about something and then i forgot what i was talking about because i was distracted by the guy who did the thing Aggressive obscenity. Shit, what was I talking about?